downtown Los Angeles. This is On the Rocks with New Media Rockstars. I'm Logan Rapp, Editor-in-Chief of NewMediaRockstars.com. And tonight with us, we have musician, singer, songwriter, vlogger, podcaster. Yeah, everything. All around all badass. The all the verticals. Uh, <laughs> Megan Tonges. Cooking with Megan Tonges. Yes, all the verticals with Megan Tonges. We have just rebranded the show. <laughs> and uh, our uh, co-host tonight is uh, head of production of New Media Rockstars, uh, PGA-nominated producer of the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, and executive producer of The New Adventures of Peter and Wendy, basically the producer of the entire internet, Jenny Powell. <laughs> Thank you, hi! And tonight we are drinking hard cider, as requested, by Miss Tonjes. Red Label. Yes. yes. Uh, Sponsorship pending. You, can, you can't even get this in the stores. This no. This just dropped off. No, you can't. And now we are all deciding our own bottle openers. So we'll just start with that. Well, I'm going for the loot crate. Ah, you're going to stick me with the sports one? <laughs> well, I guess we should describe what's on the bottle yes, openers yes. for those at home. Uh, I've got the uh, 2013 World Series Championships Boston Red Sox yeah. bottle opener. And I'm only allowed to say it exactly in those words every time. I got a little Zelda-themed one. It says, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. That's from Loot Crate. Awesome. Loot we crate. love Loot Crate. And I got... The what? Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. <laughs> I was just told what it was, but I'm so bad with sports that I'm like, oh no, it's a sports team. I work on the internet, guys. For a second, I thought I was going to be able to open my own drink, y'all. I would help you. Ready? Yes. And so cheers. Cheers. Oh, that is good. All the tape on the bottles like muffled the clink. Yeah, it muffles the clink, so we'll, oh. we'll, we'll, okay. we'll weather that in post, right, I guys? Did a, I did a long lingering yeah. clink. Yeah, we can foley that in. Foley, our foley artist. <laughs> That's in post, right, guys? Post. As of this recording, you just released a cover of Telegraph Avenue. Yeah, I did Telegraph Avenue, a uh, Childish Gambino cover with my friend Allie Rhodes, awesome. who's amazing. And yeah, I do covers every week, Request Tuesday, so if you want to hear some Miley Cyrus or Katy Perry, get up on it. Yeah. And I'll probably do it. Who's <laughs> the guitar in my bedroom? It's high roll. Well, you know, that's the way to go. And, I mean, you've been cranking them out every week. Yeah, I've been doing it for eight years. Wow. Eight, eight years. One a week for eight years? Uh, roughly. I mean, I'm sure there's been some slips up in there, you know what right. I'm saying? But um, for roughly for eight years, I've been doing Request Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, we've been working on uh, this long-term, still secret project, but we've been just going back through a lot of different YouTubers and like looking back to where they started, Ooh. and we're just sitting there going, oh my God, they've been here for so long. Yeah. Yeah. They've been doing this for so long, and it, it, it's only just you know recently where you kind of seen... You've seen the growth. You've seen the growth, and you actually see that there has been some progression. Yeah. And uh, like when I was uh, working on the election campaign in 2012, uh -huh. like somebody did like a trio of pictures of uh, Phil DeFranco in 2006, mm -hmm. 2010, and then him in the studio at uh, the Republican National Convention in this suit, in this brightly lit, yeah. very professional looking stage. Hashtag anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Amazing. And like that first picture is just, you know, with him in a flat brim hat, yeah. like, you know, when it was just sexy Phil. I remember that. And that, I mean. Wasn't it SXE Phil? SXE. Yeah, SXE <laughs> yeah. Phil. Beautiful. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting because I started in 2006. So a lot of the people that I've met along the way, you see them blowing up and kind of just their, their craft getting more and more refi refined. And you're like, what? I remember yeah. when you were just in a random room on a webcam. Mm -hmm. And it's very cool to see. 
I had really bad hair in 2006, so <laughs> don't go, don't go back. Don't, don't go looking back. Don't, back. please, don't go back looking for that. Okay, so can we find a thumbnail of? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, we need that for the thumbnail. And we'll I was, the I was Kate Gosselin before Kate Gosselin was Kate Gosselin. <laughs> it's bad. What have you got coming down the pipeline? Uh, what's coming up for you? Who? Um, well, I'm finishing an EP. Uh, it's I keep getting pushed off, but I'm working on it. I'm gonna finish it. Um, and I do a Patreon every week or every month, so I'm always releasing new original stuff. Um, the goal is put out an EP, go on tour, and that's kind of the you know wash repeat every year. Yeah. Uh, and then just continue to do YouTube. And I started um, uh, another channel called Life Size Beauty, which is going to be uh, beauty stuff and, and a little bit more fun than the serious stuff I do on Tanjus right. ML. But um, it's going to be body positivity stuff, which is something I'm passionate yes. about. And and there needs to be more of on YouTube, mm -hmm. I feel like, so. Yeah, I mean, which, Trying to represent the big bitches, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And you had recently gotten national attention with Booty Revolution. Booty yeah. Revolution, yeah. You post your butt on the internet sometimes, and then it <laughs> ends up on the news, and your parents in the Midwest are super proud. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, for those that don't know, uh, you had posted a picture of your rear end, mm -hmm. and it was nothing that anybody hadn't seen before. It's the truth. And <laughs> Then Instagram, for whatever reason, yeah. felt it necessary it got, to take it down. It got, flagged, it got uh, flagged as pornography or nudity. And I, whoop, see, dangerous already. One drink on you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so it got flagged as nudity or pornography. I, again, I didn't know why, so I made a YouTube video, as I do. And I asked, why is, my, why is this picture offensive? And all the other photos I see of thinner women where they're basically naked aren't. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the difference? Why do we shame someone who's 300 pounds in a bikini, but we praise someone that's 100 pounds in a bikini? And uh, I asked the question, and the answer was Instagram uh, didn't know. And uh, they did wrong, and so they put the photo back up. But by the time they did that, it was already on the news. And yeah. once, they once, like, daddy Instagram responded, yeah. it just kind of kept going, yeah. going, and snowballing. So, uh, yeah, it brought a lot of attention to just body positivity on the Internet. And... Um, booty Revolution was born, so a lot of people post their photos of themselves and use the hashtag Booty Revolution and uh, tell their stories about their bodies, and I get to post photos of my butt every week, which is super fun. So. I mean, you can't go wrong with I that. I can't complain. Yeah. It's, a, it's such a hard job, you guys. Yeah, I mean, we, we really have just very, very boring, and just, yeah. it's just a daily grind. Someone's yeah. got to do it. I'm doing the Lord's work right now. Taking that into a beauty channel. Yeah, taking that into, I mean, I, I love, I'm like a little hoarder of makeup and clothes and all these things, and I, uh, I never really embrace that side of kind of being girly, and now I feel like, you know, if I don't see it, why not do it? And I have so many people that I watch and that I love and do blogging especially and aren't really doing YouTube that do that stuff, so um, I thought, you know, I need to, if I don't see someone representing me, I might as well represent myself, and also it would be a place for body positivity stuff. So, yeah. you know, as I'm doing things like running or, um, you know, doing 5Ks or whatever I'm doing, I'm kind of talking about that as it happens in the struggles of growing up big and things that people don't always talk about and don't always feel comfortable talking about and, and, and trying to hopefully inspire the girls that are watching me to not feel like I look a certain way so I can't do this. Because when I started doing YouTube, no one looked like me. And I got a lot of hate for it. And people would message me, especially young girls, saying, I want to do music, I want to do YouTube, but I look like you and I read your comments and I can't. So I thought that was so sad. And so I think my entire mission on YouTube has been like, I'm going to prove to you that I can do this. and I'm going to try yeah. to do it better than all these other people. And, uh, and hopefully inspire other people to want to follow whatever it is that they love to do. Like I had noticed uh, with uh, your Sam Pepper parody, <laughs> like at the, you know, at the end, where mm -hmm. there was just that weariness of... <laughs> 
for those of you that are just coming in, like, I know. <laughs> I know, know it's happening. Heard it, like, what, what? Oh, yeah. Well, Hot Pepper Gaming, I did, one of the things I said, which I said, <laughs> I've said a few times, is um, I know that you're all going to comment below and say I look like a fat Hannah Hart. And I've heard that a lot, and I embrace that because I love Hannah. Yeah. Right. Um, but you know, you know, do something useful and click my ads. Might <laughs> <Yeah>. as <laughs> well. You know, while you're busy commenting a bunch of hate. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm aware of it. I'm not one of these people that's going to read a comment and get really hurt over it. Like, I'm. I've always been the person that I already know what you're going to say, and I probably know how to say it better. So I'm going to make the joke first and take kind of the power yeah. out of it. And I mean, after eight years. I've been doing this a while, yeah. so every horrible thing that could ever be said has been said to me. And some of them are really funny. Like, some of them I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll thumbs <laughs> yeah, up, sure. I'm like, well, I'll just respond, I'm like, well done, yeah. well, like, well played. That, that is some good, good quality hate. Yeah, right yeah. Man the Harpoons is probably one of my favorite comments. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, that's just, you know what, I'm not even going to block you or do anything. That's just real, that's good. That's At <laughs> least you put some creativity and some thought into yeah, it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, no, but at this point, I kind of, that stuff doesn't get to me necessarily. Yeah. So how has the, um, just building up the beauty channel, like, been different from music? Uh, it's interesting because it's, music is, um... I don't know. Music, I mean, when I'm doing the, the covers especially, it's kind of, it's super topical. So it's it's whatever kind of is out that week and people want to hear. With the beauty channel, it's like I'm trying to figure out what my voice is there and I can't really rely on music. So it's definitely all my personality, which I'm fine with. I'm having fun. And I, I feel like on that channel I get to be kind of weird mm -hmm. and irreverent about things. And like I'm having fun, but I'm also poking fun at the fact that I'm mm -hmm. sitting here you know, I'm doing eyeliner and I'm probably completely screwing this up, but like we're just going to go with it and we're going to yeah. do it. So. I'm having fun, which is, I've, I'm always having fun on YouTube, but it's it's different, it's a different world. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, I mean, I don't know how other YouTube beauty gurus or whatever they're called will view it. <laughs> it's more of a lifestyle channel. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm talking more about, I'm more inclusive things as opposed to just like, let me show you how to do whatever eye makeup I do. Um, I'm talking about the things I enjoy and also like not just outside stuff, but inside stuff. We'll oh, see where awesome. it goes. 2015. Yeah. yeah. Life size beauty. I mean, don't we know it? 2015. <laughs> Everything <laughs> yeah. is 2015. Everything is 2015. Everything's 2015. Oh, yeah. And, you know, with it being the end of the year, it's just always just kind of just looking back and just seeing what's happened. And, you know, for, you know, me, I've just started out uh, in September, the start of September. And just yeah. the, the last few months have just been crazy. It's mm -hmm. just been crazy with just a lot of these big stories just coming out mm -hmm. and now you've had your work cut out for you. Yeah, I mean we started with Sam Pepper. That was yeah. that like yeah. I was what was it 3 weeks on the job yeah. and then that comes out and I'm like okay. I remember where I was sitting when the Sam Pepper video came out. I was like at my dining room table and I just saw tweets happening and I clicked on it and I remember looking at my roommate like oh, I was like, I have to there comment goes on this. Yeah. I was like, I gotta make a Tumblr post about this. I gotta, this is, like, this is too much. I can't deal with this. So, yeah. It's, yeah, and then it's just, you know, I can only imagine the scandals that continue happening on the YouTubes. So, yeah. I mean, with us. None with me, though. I'm not in the master list, you guys. So, <laughs> like, like you said, you know, a lot of these things end up on Tumblr, but, mm -hmm. you know, outlets, you know, will only carry them if there is a certain threshold of yeah. activity. And, yeah. you know, for us, we, we try to be proactive on that. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's it's a bit trying, and, yeah. and it makes us a little weary. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of our riders, you know, every so often if we get just, especially with the Sam Pepper one, because there yeah, were just multiple levels over yeah. a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And someone and, and like, you don't know what to do in this space because yeah. it's so new that that stuff's coming out. Yeah. And it's even the conversations that are coming up about like, where's the line between creator and fan or subscriber mm -hmm. and what's the appropriate kind of relations? Like, yeah. you know, even the idea of like, are you, can you date a fan if they are of age? Like, where's the power between yeah. those two things? Yeah. And, it's a conversation that I think I don't think any of us have the answer to, so we're all trying to figure it out, which is why things like VidCon and stuff are important, because I feel like the panel's there, that's when you're really having those conversations, and you're trying to figure out, like I did LeakyCon last year, and trying to figure, like even having those conversations, it's almost like an open room. Like yeah. people on the panel are just almost moderating, because everyone has a story, everyone wants to get yeah. up and talk about it, and I think we're all trying to figure out what do we do when these things happen? How do we react as a community? And then is there a place where even those people could come back into the community and how do we deal with that? And that yeah, and I mean, that brings us right into uh, on uh, December 15th, mm -hmm. uh, Nash Greer posted on Huffington Post, mm -hmm. uh, just kind of laying out the history of that vine yeah. that blew up where mm -hmm. he threw out a homophobic slur. Yeah. If the, the feelings are genuine and you were going to be you know, truly contrite, that would be how you would write it. I yeah. mean, that's the best way I can look at yeah. it. Yeah, I read it, I read it earlier and I was, yeah. I was surprised, but it seemed very well worded and put together and well thought out, so. Yeah. Well, and the I fact mean, that it came out so much later, like clearly he did sit and think, or yeah. at least like at least had people counseling him and like helping him through it. So mm -hmm. instead of just, I think a lot of times YouTubers' reaction is just just to react, mm -hmm. and it was refreshing to see that clearly he'd yeah taken some time before yeah. he yeah. I mean, and we him. haven't been kind to him, no. and just not not at all. Um, but <laughs> oh, when when we read that, you know, we kind of just sat down and we went, okay. You know, mm -hmm. we we don't. It, it, I mean, it really is. What are you going to do next? Yeah. You know, how are you going to you know handle this, and how are you going to move on? And and also, um, our uh, staff writer Rachel Kylie brought up. You know, he's a kid. Yeah. Emphasis on kid. Yeah, I think that's the thing to remember, and it's hard because when something like that comes out as an adult, you're like, that's disgusting. I don't. I don't want to associate with that person. Mm -hmm. Like. Let's just let's burn it down. Like let's yeah. end that here. And there should but, be consequences. Absolutely, but I think you know when you kind of sit back and you think about it, it's I can't imagine being on the internet at 15 or 16 years old in a video way. I mean, I was writing fan fiction, doing kinds of weird shit on the internet, <laughs> but like I we can't. won't talk about that. But can we find some of that? <laughs> um, please, please, thank don't, you. please don't. Can you get on that? Thank it's you. Bad, it's bad. Um, <laughs> we'll put Rachel on. It's, it's a lot of Buffy fan videos. I don't want to talk about it. Um, so, <laughs> there's a lot of like X-Men, Rogue, and, and Wolverine fan um, fiction. I don't know. Whoa. NC-17 like, After together? Hours fanfic. Like, I can't help all it. three of them? Like, uh, we can, we can all read. Of them. I mean, all we, of them. We, we have a production company. We can, re we can reenact this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do a live reading my next podcast. Um, awesome. No, I think it's, you know, the things that, you're not the person, the person that you are at 15 or 16 is not the person you're going to be when you're 28, 29, 30. So, oh, yeah, I hated that kid. Yeah, I don't, even me at 22, I'm like, who was that? So yeah. I think there has to be some room for people to mess up and to hopefully grow from those things and learn and, and not let that dictate who they are for the rest of their lives. Um, and I think, you know, I mean, I haven't always had the greatest reaction in Nash Greer, especially in that situation, other situations, but um, it's, it's hard because you look at them and you're like, well, you're collecting an adult paycheck. We mm -hmm. want to treat you like an adult, but yeah. you're a kid. So I think there has to be a little understanding for it. And, and 
obviously they have every eye on them, so they have to grow up a little bit quicker if they want to be in this industry. Um, and be aware that like the things that you just are jokingly saying you think are funny, like you have to be really conscious of your posting your privilege, of people. your privilege, and yeah. where it comes in, and, and educate yourself in a way that most fifteen or sixteen year olds probably don't, because they're just saying whatever they want and not having any of those consequences going towards their career. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, I'm glad that he apologized. Um, I mean, I was offended by it, but personally, it's not a slur towards me. So like, it's not really my community that needs to forgive that kid if yeah. there is forgiveness to give. And, and hopefully like what he does from here on out is positive and he learns from that and never makes that mistake again. And also, you know, can, um, I, I think it's, hopefully you, I'm rooting for the kid to, to be better than he was when he made that mine. Yeah, if you're in the business of tearing people down, you should pick, some, you should pick another business. Mm -hmm. And you know, when these stories come up, you know, we don't take, we don't take pleasure in it. And, and there's sometimes yeah. like, like with the Sony hack, there's just this, perverse glee mm -hmm. in that it happened and digging through all of this and I haven't looked at any of that stuff I, I mean I've avoided all of it I've heard of some yeah. and and I mean we've looked at at some but mm -hmm. it, it it bothers me yeah it bothers me a lot and to have you know those kind of internal emails even if they're an asshole like they're they're an asshole but yeah. like I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm a complete asshole in text messages. God yeah. forbid those ever got out. Like, you know, if you're if you're ranting about something and you're having a bad day, mm -hmm. like, yeah. it is hard to think that some kind of private communication is going to be sent to the entire world. Um, yeah, I haven't read really any of that stuff. The only thing I know of is like the Angelina Jolie thing that I saw posted about whoever writing an email about how she's spoiled and them meeting at some point, uh, which is awkward. You know, that's not the most fun thing ever. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting situation. I haven't read any of it, so I kind of been in my own world. Like I don't I don't need to read people's emails. I can't read my own emails. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Not interested Although in that. Oh, Channing Tatum's email. Ooh, pretty oh. epic. What happened in Channing Tatum's email? <laughs> uh, he it was an email where they had just been told that Twenty One Jump Street was the second highest grossing adult comedy, gotcha. and it beat Ted. Okay, the movie Ted. My email would have just been a bunch of exclamation points and emojis. It was close <laughs> to that. It was like, "Oh yeah, boys, uh, F you yeah. Ted," and then it just said, "Ah ha 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 ha," and it just kept going and going. And you're like scrolling, and like you're like, "Like you just copy oh, and paste okay. it and just hit Control V, <laughs> just over and over and over again." You already know that's a meme. You already yeah. know that's out on the world. God bless. I have been impressed with Channing Tatum. Yes. He's only, only good things. Only, only, good, things only so good things. It's like every movie makes. It's like, yep, keep going, it. sir. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is that, that glee that some within the community take of just, I don't know, like almost outrage porn, like is the way that I kind of call yeah. it. And, and it, I feel like, even, like that side of things mm -hmm. is just as bad as ignoring the problem. Mm -hmm. Where, like we had a, a brief period of time where like a couple of these issues were popping up throughout yeah. the week and yeah. like there were a couple of stories where we had to make the call of we can't do this one and we discussed it and it was we don't like while we want to be the watchdog mm -hmm. uh, publication we also don't want to be the finger waving publication that's mm -hmm. always doing that because yeah. it loses its impact over time yeah if yeah. it's over and over and over scandal. and over, oh, yeah, it's always scandal. yeah, scandal, it's all, scandal. It's all yeah. clickbait. Yeah, yeah. it's mm -hmm. all clickbaity, and and it doesn't actually address the issue of mm -hmm. just the, for lack of a better term, epidemic of sexual assault within yeah. the community. Jesus. I mean, 
I've been here three, four months. Sexual assault. I don't have any more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into serious topics, Mama needs to top off. <laughs> well played. Well yeah, played. Yeah, just you know, before we start talking about sexual assault, let me yeah. uh, let me have a drink. Yeah, we'll. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm gonna chug of this a little bit. Yeah. The name of this episode is "Mama Needs to Top Off." Mama needs to top off. Done. <laughs> I'm always working on your branding for you. Of course, of course. I mean, we definitely need a brand yeah. consultant. I'm here and, for you. Uh, I do this every week. Awesome. Upload to SoundCloud. Make sure your tags are on point. I got it off. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Um, speaking of sexual assault. Yeah, speaking of sexual assault. But like, you've been at Vid- VidCon oh, yeah. the last you know few years, and yeah. and seeing the security issues yep. out there. Mm-hmm. I mean that terrifying. It, it's just absolutely terrifying. I mean, literally, teenage girl fans in elevators, mm-hmm. going up and down floors, waiting um, for stars yeah. to come out. It's interesting because I went. I didn't go to the first VidCon, but I've been to every VidCon since. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the second VidCon, it was just. I remember being able to just go to the hotel bar, and it wasn't crazy. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It was and a bunch that was of YouTubers where you, hanging that's out. That's where you went to. Yeah, that's where you went. You just like you hung out. Yeah. And it was like a small group of people, mm-hmm. and it was super chill. And then it kind of got bigger and bigger. And then the past few years, it's all of a sudden to a point where people need security teams on their own because mm-hmm. I and I've witnessed it. Even going into the back areas where you have to have a certain pass, like. There are hordes of girls running, chasing, grabbing, trying to get selfies in front of people, and like big security guards, like ha- like having to push pe- girls off, and they can't even like control them, and like mm-hmm. girls grabbing YouTubers and, and things like that. So it's not a safe environment. Like I know a few of my friends, like Tyler, accidentally walked into the front of the convention center, and from all accounts, it was he was gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone just it's just like this swarm that happens and this circle that happens where. It's almost like you you see people moving in a certain direction so fast, you think, oh, it's got to be a big YouTuber, and everyone runs. Yeah. Oh, it's and they're crushing oh, each yeah. other. And yeah. it's it's a very, it's different because, I mean, I started in 2006 when I remember the first time I saw anything was I went to 789 in New York back in the day because we used to do our own gatherings where we were just like, Facebook event, and mm-hmm. like 20 people would show up. And I remember Mitchell Davis getting chased onto a picnic table by like 20 girls who ran after him. And I remember at the time being like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is happening? Like, this is beyond the pale, and now it's 200. But yeah, but even, yeah, and even then now it was it's just like. Thousands. Yeah. It was, it was, it's different, and it's gonna always like change and get bigger, and I understand that, but the fan culture is very confusing to me in a way, and it, the it's a little is, terrifying. Yeah. Because we don't have, I mean, now obviously it's happening more and more, mm-hmm. but a lot of us don't have like this whole team between us and the subscribers or the fans. So your average celebrity, um, which is not what most people intended to be on this site, has like this entire team of publicists and security mm-hmm. and handlers and people ha- like making sure that they're not getting into these bad situations. Um, and YouTube is different because you're in such direct contact with people that I think that's why we're starting to see so many cases of sexual abuse and all these things happening because there really aren't lines between the creators and the fans and there's not that team in place to kind of make sure that bad decisions don't happen. And that blurred line is partially by design just Mm -hmm. and and, and, but partially by accident. Because you're all our best friends. Yeah, you're you're talking, you're literally talking to your fans. I'm talking directly to you. So it's it's just an interesting thing to explain to your audience and I think part of it is on behalf of the creators having to inform their audience and say, listen, I'm genuinely invested in you guys because you create this life that I love. 
But at the end of the day, there's a million of you watching me, and you feel like you know me, but I don't know you. And so that's something to be aware of when we're at something like, a lot of people that are on the internet have anxiety. Have mm-hmm. like, there's a reason why we're in our that's bedroom making yeah, videos. Because yeah, that's where you're comfortable. That's where we're comfortable. And so you go to an event where hundreds of thousands of kids are like trying to get at you. And there's not enough Xanax in the world. No. Oof. And it's terrifying. And you, and, you, and you also feel obligated because it's such a one-on-one connection in so many ways and such immediate like gratification for when you put up a video and people comment and are involved in it that you don't want to let people down. You want to hug everyone, take a picture of everyone, sign everything. But then you see people like are doing that for eight hours, and it's like, mm-hmm. how do you do that for eight yeah. hours, and then do a panel or a meetup or anything like that, and be as like available for the people at the end of the line as you are at the beginning? Like, n- there's n- there's no trainer course for us. There's no. Yeah, I mean, even right before you know things really started mm-hmm. exploding at VidCon, when Lizzie Bennett had their signing for that right. first year. Yeah, I mean we, that thing we went. We were supposed to have a signing, but yeah. because so the the girls couldn't get anywhere they couldn't go anywhere so, you have so, to do it. so we're like great come to the signing area it was like to protect them yeah yeah and Even it was a then, last minute decision that had mm-hmm. to be done or else they would and just they stand. were so exhausted they were exhausted because they didn't know that's what they were stepping into yeah, yeah. and they're like once removed because most of them didn't have prior experience with youtube they were actors and so it's different I remember watching Tyler Oakley like just create his own line of people coming up to him like just stood out there for three or four hours one VidCon um, by himself just taking pictures Mm -hmm. before they really knew he was a thing and then the next year was like full security team because Mm -hmm. you bring him into the front of house and he's gonna get attacked like It's terrifying. I mean, I'm lucky. I'm like, I just walk around and drink in the hotel lobby, and I'm like running to the hotel lobby without shoes on, like the mess that I am. And like, everyone's like, oh, it's just Tanjas being Tanjas, and it's fine. Like, my people come up to me, and they're like, can I get a picture? They're so nice. They're like, do you need to get anywhere? Do you need anything? But I, then you watch kind of this frenzy of teenage girls that are like, it goes beyond just like I enjoy your work. It's like I want to marry you. I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to be. I want to be with you. It's like it's like the British invasion every mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And it's like on the musician end of what I do. I'm not that I'm used to seeing that, but it's a little bit more of a thing. Like it's it's more. You see more of that happening of people just freaking out and and there is that like groupy lifestyle of like you know it, it's not such a big thing to like hook up with with people that are at your show. But then watching that bleed over into YouTube is a whole different yeah. thing. And so there's a lot of interesting conversations happening. And I don't have the answer to any of the questions. I mean, I don't but think anybody has the answer yeah, right now. But, but it's, it's, it's crazy to watch. There's there's a interesting conversation to be had that some, I think, are just hoping to sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. You know, particularly with clients who have done bad things mm. and just wanting it to go away. But... It's or, not. Yeah. It's not. Or it's wanting it to like blow over for a few months and then come yeah. back, as we've seen. Because I think in traditional Hollywood, it's like that's almost what happens. Something yeah. bad happens, like they go, go away, they rehab for a yeah. few months, just like disappear, yeah. don't do a movie for a while. But here, it's like you're creating content so frequently. You have your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, all these things accessible to people, and the community is so built on that gossip and that talking and like spreading the story around that. You're not really going to escape it. There's always going to be a Tumblr about you. Yeah, I mean, your fame is built on sharing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and so what happens your return when what will be shared. What, yeah, what happens when what you're sharing isn't something that you want to be sharing anymore. Yeah. Because it's kind of the darker side of what happens. Yeah. You know, if you're a shitty person and you're put in a situation where you have access to whoever you want and you don't have anyone telling you no, like bad situations are happening. And it's like, I'm glad that it's coming to light. I'm glad that more of these stories are getting out because... 
hopefully the, the goal is that you have more of these people that are getting these situations and are thinking twice about even interacting with someone or even working with someone that's kind of perpetuating that. Um, and I think it's it's making hopefully these kids like wake up a little bit mm -hmm. yeah. and realize that like what you're doing is on a huge scale yeah. and is available for everyone on the internet to see. So be very conscious of who you are and who you want to be because the things you're doing now maybe wouldn't affect you in normal life when you're like in 10 years, but in 10 years there's going to be a tag associated with your name mm -hmm. where there is a story about you. Vine in particular, that's a really difficult thing mm -hmm. because it is even more so than YouTube built on collaboration. Yeah. And so, you know, you're well, still What do you seeing, do when everyone's getting accused of things? Yeah, and, and you're just seeing Curtis Lepore like with oh. all these people, I'm going, what are you doing? You're better than that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm shocked when stuff, that, stuff like that comes out and people continue working with other people like, I mean, they're, like when those come I, out, like you might have already shot something. Okay, that's fine. I get but it, like but months later, yeah, mm -hmm. it's just interesting. Like you, because you, I mean, as a viewer, you want to see consequences for what's been done, it, and it doesn't seem like there are always consequences. Like it seems yeah. like, oh well, there's this little thing that happened. Oh, I'm also in this person's vine yeah. and getting millions of views. Like, yeah, but it's like, dude, what? he pled no contest to felony assault. Yeah, and then. I mean, I, I, I give Rain Wilson all the slack and Soul Pancake all the slack with Hollywood and Vine and having him in there yeah. for that show because mm -hmm. I think they legitimately didn't know. Yeah, I possible. Because it, they just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And they were just looking at, uh, you know, follower counts and people who had popularity and go, you can, you can fit. And of course, yeah. you know. If they had delved into the tags on Tumblr, they yeah. would have known. Yeah, and, if, and yeah, obviously right. he's not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. No, of course not. <laughs> and but when that came out, and it was very encouraging that they did do the right thing, and yes. they did pull him out. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they've replaced him or not, but because um, I do think that show is an interesting idea, but just mm -hmm. not with him. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I mean that's that's a it's an interesting conversation that um, I mean it's just going to be ongoing, mm -hmm. and it is you know where is the line? And I mean obviously Curtis has long since cross that line. Yeah. But there are people like Nash Greer who I do think can they come can, back to the they light. They can come back, yeah. Right. They well, can and come back. And there's also just today the stuff with Luke Kennard. Yeah. Um, where he hasn't, everything with him is hearsay. There's nothing that's been, yeah. no formal charges, no nothing. But the internet did react very strongly when he did that uh, Annie collaboration yeah. with Sony. Yeah, mm -hmm. with Sony. And, um, and I think part of it is that he just came back. Yeah, and it was. Like, there's there was there's no, no fair cut. And to come back on a branded video. Yeah. There are ways to rehab your image. Yeah. Hey guys, I need to pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> that's there are basically ways, what that is. Yeah, that's what it is. And there are ways to rehab your image and just showing up is not it. No. And it is, you have to take, just as you do with creating your fame, you have to take an active role in repairing your image. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, uh, what a lot of people aren't getting, mm -hmm. uh, particularly behind the scenes. I don't know. Yeah, that's all crazy to me. I'm just, I'm just trying to play music and make videos. <laughs> so, so let's I'm drink so, to that so <laughs> with our muffled planks. Yeah, that was better. That was better, guys. We're, 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 we're getting on it. Like, what are you watching right now? Like, what are you watching on YouTube or Vine? Ooh, on YouTube or Vine. What are you liking? On Vine, I'm always a big fan of King Batch. Mm -hmm. I met him. Oh, we that did. was a strange <laughs> noise that was like girl sexual sound. Yeah, that was very emotional. <laughs> like agreement. Uh, we went to Bonnaroo together, and that's the first time I really met him. And he was just so funny in person. And then watching him on Vine, I'm like, you get it. 
because yeah. who he plays is not really who he is. Which yeah, is he's definitely playing a character. There was a New Yorker article that came out. Um, My name was mentioned one. briefly in that. I there saw little, that. There was a little Megan Tonjes. I saw a little Megan Tonjes in there. <laughs> but it was very interesting talking with when they were interviewing him and getting getting his mm-hmm. thoughts because he is clearly this is a character I built. He's aware of, and he's who the very aware is. of who he is, and very on point with what he's doing, even when like some of the people around him weren't as professional, yeah. he's still were he's getting focused. it done. And he's very, very focused. Yeah, which is good. And I think he has kind of a team around him too. You yes. know, I think he has people kind of directing him to just, yeah. I th- and you can tell like the difference between him and other people is he wants to be an actor, he wants to do all these things, and like he's having fun, but he's also super laser focused on what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. It's all a means to what he wants to do. Yeah, he's got his eye on the prize. So I love him. Um, YouTube, who am I watching, who am I watching? Uh, God, what do I watch? I watch a lot of weirdly gaming videos. I've been watching Vanoss Gaming a lot. Wow, awesome. A lot, a lot <laughs> of like death scare maps and stuff like that. Oh, man. Um, and, oh, Hot Pepper Gaming. Yeah, of course. Obsessed oh, with Hot Pepper course. Gaming. Oh, gosh. I mean, that's, like, that's just daily bread. Yeah. That's like, I just my husband that. and I, at the end of the day, we've had a few beers, we're like, pop it's on Hot <laughs> Pepper Gaming, let's I need, do this. I need to watch people be in pain. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I just need it. Um... You know, I'm always watching, I feel like I watch a lot of my friends. So I'm watching a lot of Mike Falzone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does great videos. Um, Soundly Awake, um, Hannah Hart. Oh, Allie Rhodes, who I did the collab with. Right. Her voice is stupid. Yeah, I was just, after oh, watching stupid. the Telegraph Avenue cover, I started watching stupid. her videos, and her voice is just, stupid. it is just <laughs> audio sex. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I call her a little sexual beacon. I'm like, everyone around you, I feel like I'm, like, I'm, attra- I'm attracted to you. Like I just, I want to love you. <laughs> it's just, it's just pure femme fatale. She's so good. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm definitely like listening to a lot of musicians recently, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm all over the board with what I watch and what I listen to. So, what are you, what are you watching? Postmodern jukebox. Yeah. <laughs> all the time, uh-huh. over and over and over. All right. And over all right. Again. All right. Postmodern jukebox. Uh, for Vine, um, big fan of uh, Sunny Mabry. Okay. Oh yeah. She yeah. is hilarious, hilarious. Okay. And uh, what else? Uh, Manny Matthews is really funny on Vine. Uh, Jesse Smiles very funny, and mm-hmm. uh, the Gabby Show. The two of them together is it's just hilarious every time. All right. So that that's what I've been watching on a very very consistent basis, and uh, then also just the random viral video that yeah. I can probably write about. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I like to watch beauty guru videos just because I find it very soothing. I'm like, I just want to watch an unboxing video or like a products that I regret buying video. <laughs> this is a 15 minute, like I can just sit here and like answer my emails yeah. and listen to this person talk. So yeah. I'm always into that. And then I always watch Elliot Morgan when, uh, when he's out. Again, watching my be, friends. I want to be on The Great Show so bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. So awesome. I texted him. I was like, I'm on the next episode. He's like, you are. You are. <laughs> Hit me up. So awesome. I'm working on it. And he'll be on this show pretty soon. Yes. He's my favorite. Yeah. He's good people. He's my favorite. I mean, I, I love his wife a little bit more than him. I mean. Like a tiny bit. His his wife is truly the best Morgan. And maybe oh my his, gosh, maybe his amazing. dog like a little oh. bit like so maybe like out of those three he's like the bottom of the rung. But but the family still, is still top tier. Yeah. Still, so I was still actually my top. working for Phil when we found. Elliot, because mm-hmm. um, we were casting, it was the precursor to SourceFed, because originally it was going to be like a movie show. I remember watching the like the, them kind of making SourceFed, like the little, it was not audition tapes, but their first run-throughs of mm-hmm. it, like when it was like in his house, uh-huh. like the office was in Phil's house, and I'm like, these people are funny. 
<laughs> I like yeah. them. I remember when Elliot's resume came in because it caught my eye because under special skills he put marriage <laughs> and there was something about that that I found like completely endearing in yeah. LA that is endearing and, yeah and I was like I've got and he worked with animals and oh. I was like this sounds like a great human being and, yeah. and he's the best I was correct <laughs> I love him so what are you watching, Jenny? Uh, in terms of Vine, uh, I discovered Thomas Sanders, and I'm like obsessed. You've been raving about I'm him. I'm obsessed with him. He's so good. He does these story time videos. He does a bunch of different things, but one of his through lines is it's called story time, where he just walks up to someone and starts narrating, like, mm -hmm. Jimmy pulled the, the yeah. pineapple off the thing. He's, he's a very nice guy, too. Oh, he's very, very That's nice. so nice to hear. Very nice. That's so nice. That makes me happy. Because he and is one of those people I watch and I'm like... It wasn't even happy, though. It was just, oh, relieved. Oh, yeah, no. This nice. one's not an asshole. He's nice. <laughs> my I've instincts were correct. Yeah, no, he's very nice. I was wondering if he was local, too. Because how did I get him on here? Because... I don't know that he is. Damn it! My life! I mean, well, well, that doesn't mean anything. Let's be honest. <laughs> we're all like in L.A. for no reason all the time. Right, so. that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's all going to happen. I know he was in L.A. recently because a friend of mine, literally the day after I discovered him, like, she took a picture with him and I was like, oh, where did you meet him? <laughs> where did this where happen? Where is he now? <laughs> where is he now? Him. I'm like, I fangirl out a lot. <laughs> but not like in a dangerous way. Like in no, the I mean, I wouldn't chase him down a hallway. In a turmoil way, yeah. You would so, certainly want to produce something with him. Oh, yes. That's, that's how you seduce them. I yeah. want to work with you. <laughs> but, I'm like, like, not for I have an Emmy. I have I an have Emmy. Will you talk to me? <laughs> yeah, just yell that. I have an Emmy. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. He's very nice. Um, um, and then unedited footage of a bear, which is Adult Swim's next crazy weird thing after just, too many okay. cooks. Okay, all right. And it literally right. starts as footage of a bear. Okay. And there's just people going, is it good? And then it cuts to an ad, oh, which is for it's a it's one of those drug ads where it's like, did take this and, and then it starts listing all the, okay, all, side the, all the horrible side effects. And it's yes. a woman driving and she's just like, da, da, and the side and they keep going and then the, that fades out. Uh huh. And then it just turns into a total mind fuck. It's ridiculous. And then there's a website that goes with it. Because there's actually, it's a, it does the skip this ad thing. Okay. You can click that. Oh, son of a bitch. And that's a whole nother wormhole <laughs> to like fall down. It's so well done. So, but yeah. I still haven't seen too many cooks. <sighs> <laughs> a gasp. collective gasp. Audible gasp. Off, off, off screen. Off screen gasp. I like, I, like to, I like to sit at home and like watch MasterChef Junior and like play Halo. And, and and like decompress from the internet a little bit because I'm on it all the time. So I'm like, usually when viral things happen, I'm like, mm, I'll watch it in six months. <laughs> I'll see when it's died down a little bit. And then go, guys, I just watched too many it's cooks. It's so good, it's you guys. It's so good. Let's yeah. talk about just too many just a troll. Just yeah. a troll. I'm I'm that kind. I'm an asshole. What can I <laughs> I'm tell you? My friends but, uh, hate me. I'm that person who, in six months, when you do that, I'm like, Megan, let's talk about it. Let's talk like, about I'm it. I'm still into it. That's fine. That's why we're friends. Then. So, so in six months, we'll do a uh, just a postmortem of too many cooks. <laughs> we'll all just come back and just do that. I don't want to get involved in something when everyone's talking about it. I want to wait until like six months after. Yeah, absolutely. Make it cool again. <laughs> Cider me. Yeah, bring me another one too. I'm almost at the let's end. Do this. Mama needs a top off. <laughs> Mama needs a top off. Logan, you're still on the first. Get with it. I'm a professional. Though, do, do, yes. Woo! Mama took an Uber, so. We'll be working on that sponsorship deal soon. Yeah, not an official sponsorship. Don't drink and drag car lift. I mean, we are not picky. We'll take any of them. Mama had someone drive her that's not related to her and that she paid. 
You uh, you having <laughs> trouble with no, your uh, bottle opener? Oh, I had this great Lyft driver the other day. Niklaus! <laughs> and of course, immediately I'm like, Vampire Diaries, the original. Oh, God bless. Yeah, and he was so sweet, and then he asked me, okay, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm a producer. He's like, well, I'm an actor. And I was like, of oh, course, of course. Here we go. But he was very sweet. And okay. I think he sensed my okay. whole, like, dude, you're my Weariness. Lyft driver. <laughs> like, because he changed the subject, and then he was just cool. Yeah, but pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. Nick Krause. Pretty good. I don't have any fun Uber stories or driving stories. It's just mostly, it's either they're, they're good or they're bad. <laughs> there's just, there's only two categories. I went to San Francisco and there was a chick named Amanda, I'm pretty sure. It was me and Julia Nunes in an Uber in San Francisco trying to get to the Patreon party. And this woman, I had a guitar with me, so I was like, oh, I'll put my guitar in the back. So I asked her, she didn't say anything. I was like, okay, I'm going to the back. I started putting my guitar in the back. She was like, no, actually, you can't use the back of the car. I was like, okay. Put it in the front, sit in the back. She had soup in the back, that's why she didn't want me to. I was like, are you on your way home from like Panera? Like, yeah, right. What is happening right now that you're stopping to just like give a ride to someone when you just want to get home and eat your soup? And then the entire ride, she pretty much ignored us. And then she played a lot of Natalie Merchant. And I knew Natalie Merchant, so I was like singing along, and then she started kind of talking to us. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, you're part of the club now. And she's like, who else do you listen to? I was like, I mean, if we're going to old school, I'm, t- I'm like Sarah McLaughlin and Ani Franco. Like, and then she respected us a little bit. But at the end, she was just so sad. And then she left out of the car. She's like, yeah, if you give me five stars, that would be great. <laughs> the saddest five stars. Yeah. Never again. Uh, five stars. So, before we get out of here, uh, it, what's the story on the EP? It oh, keeps yeah. getting bumped back. I know. It's, I recorded the majority of it a year ago. And then things just kept happening. Like, booty revolution stuff, personal stuff, and so it just kept getting pushed back, and it's just, I need to sit down and just be like, okay, I'm gonna work on all the background vocals, I'm gonna give you my notes, and just do it all through e- email, basically. So it's, there's Did no I, excuse for it, it's just I keep getting, I keep taking other things mm-hmm. yeah. for rent purposes, and ignoring the EP. Did I hear uh, that uh, Darren Von Gerner has uh, some work on there? He doesn't have anything on, well, I think we'll put Affected on there, so I okay. think we'll put the old Affected on there. Yeah. But um, I worked with um, his friend Cameron, who mm-hmm. Cameron Mackey, who uh, produced his first EP. Um, and then Darren's working on an EP right now. They got pushed back a little bit, but I went in and did okay. some stuff on there because Darren okay. will call me up and he's like, "Yo, I need a verse." Or, I need, or no, "Yo, I need a chorus." Yeah. And so I'll come in and I'm like, "I'll Which listen to it." Which is exactly how he says that. Yeah, I'll listen to it and I'm like, "Okay, I got something." And then I just go in his closet and like record it. <laughs> And I think one of his songs, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be released, but I think I have like almost like a little bit of a rap verse on it. Nice. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I love working with Darren. He's probably one of the few people I'm like, I'm always a little scared of collaboration stuff, but with him, it's just we can sit and talk about life and yeah. then we will work on a song together. Yeah. And I mean, we've always just loved his work. He's and so he's such, good he's and so guy. underrated. Yeah. Like, because he's More so, people need to be watching Darren so Gerner and listening yes. to him. Absolutely. He's so new. And he's, but he's just like so talented and he's so much fun to be around. Like everything he puts out, I'm just sitting there with my roommate, like on Vine or anything. I'm like, oh, this kid's so fucking talented. Ugh. I just want him to blow up so bad. Oh, we've all had those. Yeah. yeah. So with that, uh, we're out of time. What? Great, yeah. Yes, we're out of time. Flip the table. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna just after we've set this beer. table. Oh yeah, we're gonna be finishing this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no joke. This was On the Rocks with New Media Rockstars. Love it. Uh, for uh, Megan, we will most definitely bring you back. Heck yeah. In the six months, we need to do our Too Many Cooks analysis. <laughs> of course. It's very important. This is Megan Tonjes, Jenny Powell, and I'm Logan Rapp. Uh, cheers and good night. Cheers. <laughs> Boom.
Nailed it, guys. Done. <laughs>